all of those admin tasks that eat up your time that could be outsourced to a virtual assistant. We've had plenty of success stories with our members. So 95% of our members have at least one VA, if not multiple VAs. Welcome to the Resilient Recruiter Podcast. This is your host, Mark Whitby, and my co-host today is Leanne Jones-Hunt. This is episode four in our new series, Deadly Mistakes Recruiters Make. And mistake number four is trying to do everything yourself instead of delegating and outsourcing. So today we're going to be discussing why you shouldn't be the one spinning all the plates, even if you are a solo recruiter, and also how to get started on the process of delegating and outsourcing parts of your recruitment process. We want you to be focused on working on the business, not just in the business, and also to have more time focusing on the revenue generating activities and the parts of the job that you do best and be able to finally get off that hamster wheel. So in terms of our six pillar framework, this topic falls within the team pillar. So let's dive in. Hi, Leanne. How are you today? I'm great, thank you. Excited for today's episode as it's covering one of my favorite topics. Um, When I ran my own recruitment business, I managed to claw back 25 hours of my time per week by implementing automation strategies, but more importantly, hiring for offshore virtual assistants. So I saw the benefits from my own business. I'm a huge advocate and regularly share my own experiences and workflows and how a VA can fit into your recruitment business with our own Inner Circle members. Um, So the question for our listeners today is, when was the last time you reviewed your full recruiting process and identified those recurring tasks? And the second question is, when was the last time you analyzed and calculated the cost of your time per hour. Absolutely. So in fact, this is a great exercise for everybody to to do, which is to calculate what is your hourly rate. And, you know, you could do this either as your current hourly rate, or you could make it more aspirational, like what ideally would you like to be earning per hour? So in either case, you simply choose the billings uh, per annum and divide by 1,800, which is the average number of hours of full-time, you know, someone works full-time during the course of a year. Now, I, I realize you might be working more hours than that, especially if you're a business owner, you might not be give, taking, you know, as many holidays, you might be working long, long days and so on. But what make this an ideal case. So like, let's imagine you're working 1,800. You can do your own calculation if you want. So billings divide by 1800 and what does that work out to? That is your the theoretical value of your time and your job is to figure out how can I sp- spend more time and focus on the high value activities and how can I delegate or outsource those activities where I'm not going to be earning that uh dollar or pound amount per hour. So think about the downside of trying to do everything yourself. So number one, overwhelm. Overwhelm is the enemy of action. It causes us to burn out. So you know that feeling when you're you're like spinning all these plates or wearing multiple hats, whichever analogy you prefer, and you're pulled in all different directions. It's just not sustainable. And think about your delivery and your relationship with clients and candidates and, you know, 
feeling like you're not able to provide the service you want because there's so many other tasks that are falling on your plate. And look, focus is critical to you being able to perform uh, at your best. And if your focus is too diluted, then you're not going to be as productive because we're human beings. We only have so much bandwidth. So I want you to really think about outsourcing parts of your business. This isn't going to happen overnight. It's really one step at a time. And by the way, there will be parts of your recurring process that you do really enjoy. For example, you know, working with clients and candidates. And the aim isn't to remove you from the process completely, unless that is what you want, you know, to achieve, but is rather being more efficient in your process. So this is an ongoing process, looking at your activities, where's your time being spent, and what are those parts that you could outsource? So in our community, in our inner circle community, we really uh, highlight what other recruitment business owners are doing. And so people can see what's really possible. And it is quite mind-blowing for many people who come into our program and they're currently you know, doing every single part of their business. They're is falling on their shoulders and they see other business owners who have been like, have created that real freedom for themselves. So I want you to think about, you know, what would be involved in you relinquishing control of certain aspects of your business and what is stopping you from doing that? You know, I know a lot of people feel that they want to be in control of everything, but If you keep in mind what we discussed earlier in terms of identifying how much your time is worth, then something has to give, right? In order for you to to reach your goals and perform at your best, most human beings on the planet, I'd say 95% of us, myself included, are just not able to achieve their goals when everything is falling to them. So ask yourself, could someone else be doing part of this process for you? Leanne? Yeah. And sometimes it might be the case that you just don't know where to start with this. And this is why we have our online course, which is how to train, hire and manage a VA. But there is a step before that, which is this analytical exercise of looking at your process and really identifying all of those recurring tasks. So imagine the tasks that you could potentially get off your plate. Um, It could be sourcing candidates, lead generation, researching email addresses and phone numbers. Um, an offshore virtual assistant could help with marketing and social media responsibilities, database cleansing and management, or maintain, maintaining your CRM or ATS. All of those admin tasks that eat up your time, such as formatting CVs and resumes, that could be uh, outsourced to a virtual assistant. And we've had plenty of success stories with our members. So 95% of our members have at least one VA, if not multiple VAs. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, um, some of our members are actually getting the virtual assistant to do the first screening calls for them. So like sometimes clients will come to us and they have used a VA before, but it hasn't worked and it's left them with a sour taste in their mouth. And so we totally get that. Um, Just because you tried it and it didn't work out how you hoped don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. This is such an effective way of increasing your billings without working longer hours. So as an example, like 
one person who's joined us recently, Matt, uh, has two virtual assistants, and he realized he was underutilizing their time after going through our program. And so he's rethinking how he's working with his VAs, how much training and support he's giving them. And it's going to be transformative for Matt's business. Um, Someone else in our group, Michael, hired his very first VA in the first couple of weeks of joining us. And he was so impressed because within three and a half weeks, she had already sourced a candidate that he placed, which basically paid for her salary for the whole year. So we have so many examples of members who are now finally able to take a real vacation and switch off and their business doesn't fall apart. So, you know, having a community of people sharing best practices and supporting each other with this and inspiring each other in terms of what's possible to make this model work is really, really incredible. So Leanne, what are some simple actions that people can take today just to get started on this journey? Yeah, so the, the main one is don't overcomplicate this. Just look at the parts of your recruitment process and analyze each of the elements that are involved in terms of candidate sourcing, business development, and the account management piece as well. So look at what don't you enjoy doing, um, what tasks are recurring tasks, and what tasks are you doing that you shouldn't be doing, such as CV formatting, potentially sourcing, admin tasks, and could somebody else be doing this? So as Mark said earlier, this sometimes is a bit of a control thing. So you do need to really dig deep in terms of um, that uh, higher level, level activities versus lower um, level activities. So you can hire both freelancers on places like Upwork or other sites like this for one-off projects. But we recommend definitely looking into hiring a full-time VA to support your team on an ongoing basis. You might be thinking at the minute, there's what tasks should I actually outsource to a virtual assistant? We provide a resource with 101 tasks um, for our members. So um, we know that we can utilize a VA to the full potential and it will really support your business. Okay, perfectly. And thank you. Yeah, absolutely. This is such a valuable exercise. Writing down what are all the tasks you're spending time on? What don't you enjoy? Also, what are the recurring tasks? Or what are some things that you're currently spending time on that somebody else could do for you without in any way affecting the quality of the service that you're delivering to your clients. So listen, uh, Leanne, what are we going to be covering next time? So next time we'll be covering doing everything <laughs> manually instead of leveraging automation. And that comes hand in hand with what we've discussed today. I utilize both automation and offshore virtual assistants in order to enhance the processes in my business. I'm looking forward to that. This is one of our favorite topics. We are huge advocates of leveraging automation, but it has to be done in the right way. I ran a recent poll on LinkedIn to do with email automation specifically recently. So I'll be sharing the results on the next podcast episode. Okay, that sounds awesome. So listen, our next cohort starting the Inner Circle Elevate program is on November 7th. And we already have people who have registered and reserved their space. So I know that that seems like it's a few weeks away, but if you are interested in working with us and joining our program, then I recommend that you book a strategy session with either me or Leanne uh, now rather than later. So it's recruitmentcoach.com forward slash call. If you want to jump on a call with me or Leanne, we'll look at your business, ask you lots of questions, understand your goals, what are the challenges and roadblocks. And if appropriate, and if we believe we can help you, 
then we will tell you more about our program. But whether or not we decide to work together, it's going to be a fun session. You'll feel re-energized. You'll feel a real sense of clarity about what steps you need to take to level up your business. Until then, make it a great day. Thanks, Leanne. Thanks, Mark. Thank you so much for listening to The Resilient Recruiter. If you've enjoyed the show, the best way you can show your support is to click that subscribe button. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.